You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 424 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about the new LEGO Haunted Mansion set and who got one. The legendary Pat Carroll passes away at the age of 95. We discuss what Tomorrowland can learn from the Jetsons. Is Disney World getting a name change? Attraction candles from Mel's last park visit and more. As always, we'd love to hear how you feel about the things that we talk about in this episode. And you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcasters if you're not yet following us. But we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to podcasters.com slash 424 and click on the Discord logo. Or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So we're going to get this episode started. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 424 of Podcateers. But we won this one, just like we won every other one. Well, I won buying a Lego set that nobody else got to get, so... Yeah, you won. Dude, (laughs) that's a a big win. That is. You know, I saw... So I had these early meetings, and I just kept seeing all of the notifications pop up on my phone because there was all these conversations happening about it on Discord. And... I like I happened to glance at one of the notifications and somebody like it said something about the Haunted Mansion Lego set. And I thought, oh, you know, they must be posting new images, not realizing that it was one that said it's available now. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I kept working and I kept doing my thing. I figured, all right, well, you know, when I take a break later, I'll take my lunch. I'll take a quick look at this whole like thread and see what's going on. So I finally get to that point and I start reading through it and I'm all like. Oh no, it's available now. Oh no. Oh, oh look, Andrew got one. Cool. Oh look. Oh, some <laughs> people are, they were on early. Oh my god. So it's, I'm going over to lego.com. I'm doing a search for it and everything. Sold out. No. Oh. It was sold out. So I figured, you know, maybe I could get one at like the Lego store or something, but the nearest Lego store is at Downtown Disney. And I I'm pretty sure that those sold out fairly quickly as well. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, as I got it stands, mine. yeah, as it stands right now, sadly, I do not have one, but I did sign up for their snazzy notification that says, tell me when there's more, Lego. And so yeah, I'm hoping that. Yeah, it does say that... temporarily out of stock. Yeah. So hopefully, oh, that's good. Hopefully you'll be able to snag one up in the future, just not on the first 
initial. I won't get the V1. I'll get the V2. I'm sure there's no difference. They probably, you know. <laughs> I'm sure they're all in the warehouse. They just needed to yes. make sure that they could fulfill all the initial orders. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I know I'm going to be disappointed in this because it's going to be, like, that big. Like, it's going to be, like, <laughs> three and a half inches tall. But, yeah. I mean, it's going to be cool either way. I want a big one. I want, I want like, a Death Star-sized Haunted Oh, Mansion. that would be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. I saw somebody post a picture of it um, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok something i don't remember the point is that somebody had actually gone to the disney store to purchase one so uh -huh. like same day they were able to put it together and i mean it's tiny you know compared to some of the other lego sets but it's a pretty decent size for what it is like yeah you know for something if i just want to put something on the shelf back here behind me like it's a yeah. nice little size for it the sad thing is it really only comes with the butler and uh, you know it comes with some, so it has little, it has like an inside part, yeah, like on the back that yeah. has like a little, like little ghosts, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know, they're like baby sized minifigures. I don't know, they're like itty bitty minifigs that are all white, and then there's some portraits. I mean, it looks, I mean, I didn't know that there was a inside part, so that's a surprise, yeah. something that's kind of <laughs> cool. That kind of caught me by surprise, too, but it was a good surprise, yeah, yeah, I agree. So if you were anticipating getting your hands on this Lego Haunted Mansion set, sadly, as of right now, it is out of stock. And this is just a day, hours, whatever it is, after the release. And yeah. uh, if you sign up, there is a notification uh, for you to sign up. Just give them your email, and then uh, they'll let you know, hopefully, when they're available again. And that's when I hope to grab one for myself. Yeah. You'll get one. You'll get one. I mean, or you could pay twice as much and get it on eBay. Nah. I went on eBay to look. I was like, hmm, how much are they on eBay? $80. Wow. No. It was like the, that was the day <laughs> of. It says like in hand, $80. I'm like, okay, eBay. Ah, that must have been one of the Lego store people. Yeah. <laughs> in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many announcements this week. There was a lot of stuff going on on the socials about disney uh sadly we lost pat carroll this week yeah uh, pat carroll you know been in the business for a long time she's done stuff like the carol burnett show she was on er she was uh what else was she on laverne and shirley i think she was on but you know whether you watch those shows or not you may be familiar with one of her most recognized roles and that was as ursula the sea witch because uh that rendition of poor unfortunate souls is something special when she sang that song and it was released for that soundtrack there was tons of people trying to emulate that you know there's mm -hmm. so much power behind it and it's just so graceful and and the thing is that it's such a graceful song and yet evil all at the same time yeah. like the contradiction between the two is insane she played that character so well and uh yeah it's gonna be difficult but 93 i think is how old she was when she passed that's a that's an amazing 95 95 still amazing wow still that's amazing insane. especially these days yeah so 
I mean, our hearts go out to to Pat's family and friends and everyone that knew her and had an opportunity to just be around her. Like, I I saw her perform, like her performances. Like, there was a couple videos that began to circulate as people were remembering and. You know, she did a live version of it, like a, a reading of it that was super fun. Um, I don't know. See, this is one of those, like, when things happen at expos like D23 or, like, mm-hmm. Midsummer Scream and all that stuff, which happened this last week, like, you never know when, like, when something like this is going to happen, right? So you always want right. to take advantage and you want to, like, be a part of it and, I think that's always why I've been such a huge fan of the like the parks panel, the Disney Legends panel, and everything. So, uh, tons of stuff happening also for D twenty three. I think we're going to talk about that next week, so we can kind of wrap our head around all of the panels and stuff that's going to be happening. But Pat Carroll, yeah, definitely. You know, she also uh, she was a voice in the uh, Rapunzel Tangled Adventures TV series. As well, she played Old Lady Crowley. Uh, what? Like, uh, yeah, a few, yeah. one, two, three, four, at least four episodes. Wasn't um, she also in My Neighbor Totoro? Uh, that is a possibility. I'm on IMDb right now. What are you? My mind is being out? blown right now. If she was, because I've seen I, it. I, yes, not... she played Granny in the yes. English uh, dub. They did the re-release in like 2010 or 2012 or something like that, and she was one of the voices on there. Yeah, she's got, I mean, on her IMDb, she's got stuff that, it's a lot of Ursula. I mean, there's a lot of Ursula stuff happening in here, but, you know, there's Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, there's a pup named Scooby-Doo as a voice, uh, a TV series called She's the Sheriff, that was right before The Little Mermaid, Um, yeah, a goofy movie, additional voices, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is Ursula. Nancy Drew the movie in 2007. Bridesmaids, uncredited. Old woman in a car. There's what? A... What? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. 2011's Bridesmaids. Old woman it's a in the car. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, working up until uh, her last uh, credit on. Um, on IMDb is the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse TV short series as Ursula. That was 2020. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. So, and M- Melissa and I saw Pat yeah. Carroll at uh, the Grand Californian after a D23 once. We did. She was. We didn't bother or anything. <laughs> nope. But we're like, there she, there she is right there. She looks tired. She looked very tired. She did. It was, it was the end of the day, and I'm sure she was being uh, toted around all the expo. This was quite, it was 2015 or 17. Yeah, it was a while back. Um, and it was... Uh, it was a sight to see. It was just like, oh, there she is. That yeah, we did get quiet. <laughs> That's so we're, cool. We were really far away. Too. We were. <laughs> just being as discreet as possible. But yeah, we were just like, <gasps> let her go to her room. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I would have been like, hey, can somebody grab one of those like scooters to drive Miss Carol around here? Like, what's going on? Why is she walking? Oh, she was in a she was in a chair. She was being pushed in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think okay. it was. I mean, I would assu- I wouldn't assume otherwise as a like 
what 87 year old lady being pushed around in a wheelchair at that point or whatever yeah um, right yeah she was in it she was in a wheelchair i'm assuming going to her room for the night but yeah, yeah it was just like oh my god there she is <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny anytime those interactions happen i've had plenty of times where i've seen you know celebrities or former imagineers voiceover artists whatever the case is right mm-hmm and I think when you're at the expo, it's different because they expect for people to come up and ask for a photo, ask for an autograph, like as part of it. But mm-hmm. then anytime you see somebody like outside of it or outside of the parks, like I I feel so bad going up to them and bothering them. Yeah. That I do the same thing you did at, you know, like there, there was a, like I've seen former Imagineers like eating at like Mrs. Knott's, for instance. <laughs> and I feel so bad going up to them and be like, hey, how's it going? Hey, can I get a picture? Ah! You know, because they got yeah. up on their mind. Like It's also you never know who's who who's just having a bad day or who just wants to be left yeah. alone. Because I'm sure there's plenty of people that would just be like, I love to talk to everybody. Da, da, da. And then there's other people that, that are like, I just came here for some chicken. Can I <laughs> yeah. right. have a quiet time, please? I mean, they're human, right? And I think exactly. that's one thing that we forget, that we, as much as we enjoy everything that they've done, like, they're people, exactly. you know? And we have to respect them as such. They're they're real boys and real girls, and, you know, they're not puppets. <laughs> yeah, they're not statues to be, um, yeah, uh, if you know what anybody listening, if you ever if you ever see me anywhere, feel free to come up. I'm you know I know I seem like a big celebrity and everything, but you know what if you see me at the parks or somewhere, don't feel afraid. Just come on up, say hi, we'll get a photo. You know, maybe you could buy me a churro or something. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Andrew's a big teddy bear. Like when yeah. you see him, he's just a big ball of happy. So. Never feel intimidated when you see Andrew. I I try to be. Yeah, I've been told I have um, resting bleep face. So I grumpy cat face. Oh, that's a great way to put it. I like that. (laughs) I'm gonna use that one. Um, Yeah. So especially when I'm tired or when I'm really hot, I it tends to kind of just like droop down and just goes into like uh, mode. And mm-hmm. so people are like, I wanted to say hi, but you look like you were angry. I'm like, no, I'm not angry. That's just my natural state. So thanks. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah. I mean, if you ever see celebrities, uh, and by no Like me or Melissa or Hazen. No, we're not celebrities. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. There's, there, are, there, are, there are tens of people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> tens of them dozen and a half to be exact <laughs> i i know most of them personally but needless to say it's so funny anyway uh so yeah uh, again our our hearts go out to pat carroll's family and friends uh it's a big loss in the disney community but you know after dedicating so many years you know we hope that she is definitely resting in peace Hey, I, I wanted to just this is totally random. It's not Disney at all, but I wanted to say something about this because my brother sent me this article, right? And did you ever watch the Jetsons growing up? Yes. Okay. 
So my brother sent me this article about how some people figured out that on the show they talked about how George Jetson was 40 and a glimpse at his ID on the cartoon. They figured out that George Jetson would have been born July 31st, 2022. So just days before this episode is released or recorded, we are officially celebrating the birth of George Jetson. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, fast forward, the show is based on like 2062 and, you know, there's all these like houses and buildings on these huge poles. And if you've seen the Jetsons movie, you know that the reason that they are in Orbit City, that's what the, the location is called. The reason the homes are so high is because the earth is just polluted and it's just horrible and they couldn't take it. So they go above the clouds, you know, they go above the smog and they go, you know, to where it's safer. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I, I was thinking about it like, man, Hanna-Barbera had a really good grasp on what the future would look like in 2062. You know, mm-hmm. we're in 2022 and we're already kind of seeing a lot of the things that they designed or created for this cartoon back in the 1960s, 1962 to be exact. Yet Tomorrowland was originally designed about 10 years prior, was based in 1985, and feels like it got stuck in 1990. Yeah. So, uh, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's, what's up with that? that? <laughs> I said, uh, ooh, wee. What's up with that? That's my favorite acidel <laughs> sketch. What's up with that? <laughs> um, what's up with that? Uh, I think what's up with that is people are trying to predict the future, and they predict too uh, close to the present. I think like uh, like Paris has done and um, like other places have done, instead of picking, okay, this is 2058 and, you know, da-da-da-da-da, this is the retro future or do something like that or this is the future as imagined by so-and-so. Like the Paris one is very Jules Verne because, you know, Tony Baxter – loves Jules Verne and a lot yeah. of Imagineers for some reason really love Jules Verne and it's very steampunky. Uh, yeah, it's all yeah. steampunk. That's Jules Verne. Um so if if you were to say, all right, this is you know, do the sixties the future in the sixties or something, like the very like mod, like the Jetsons type thing where it's like, all right, the house of the future and the the round and the white and the, you know, all out of glass and da 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 kinda like what they're doing over in is it Hong Kong that's getting the new Space Mountain? I believe um, so. they're you know, they're they're doing kind of a different thing where they're it's like a blob. But it looks cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just got to kind of pick a thing. I don't think brown uh, is a very good future color like they tried to do. Yeah. The brown brown Space Mountain, brown Tomorrowland. That brown, was a bad bronze, idea. Yeah. Brown. Yeah. Brown. <laughs> Mustard brown. brown. <laughs> yeah, it was brown. Everything was brown, and it was bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I uh, This is not an original idea. I've seen people talk about this before. That instead of trying to predict the future, use the, the tomorrow of a past to to kind of get yourself centered and 
and that way stuff doesn't go out of out of date because it's locked in a time that's already in the past. You're not trying to keep like uh, updating. It's like okay, this is the yeah, it was the future in the '90s or whatever. That's like Tomorrowland, Walt Disney World with Carousel of Progress. I'm like okay, and now it's the future, and it's like. All right, they have VR or whatever, but it looks like Space yeah. Invaders <laughs> and yeah. an oven that, you know, still looks like it's from 1982 and stuff yep. like that. So, <laughs> it, it is a super difficult thing to predict. It's just interesting that the design elements of the Jetsons are very futuristic. They're very bubbly. They're very, you know, they feel like the future. Like even watching the Jetsons today, it doesn't feel like it aged all that much. No, you know? not at and all. There's a, yeah, there's a certain beauty to how the Jetsons was made that I really like. And like I think there's a lot of elements of Tomorrowland. For instance, the design of the Space Mountain building, that does still feel futuristic. Like when you look at that, mm -hmm. it definitely feels futuristic. But a lot of the other elements just it they do seem outdated. So if Disneyland settled on like a year, like I wonder how would they how they would determine what what year they want to circle around and what the design elements would be because uh, again the Jules Verne design for Paris like I get that the whole steampunk thing that's the like, brown back, they have brown yeah like if you if you think of the stories of the SEA and everything like Jason Chandler you know starting off like at that point in time that felt like the future. To them, right? Uh, having mm -hmm. like all these like metal elements and it felt like robotic parts and everything. So it just, it looked futuristic. But for us, like it, there's so much in Avengers Campus that feels much more futuristic than Tomorrowland at this point. Mm -hmm. But the, I think the biggest issue, we may have talked about this at one point when we were imagineering that section, but technology just moves so fast now that in those in those times like there were leaps and bounds made like every 10 to 15 years technology wise right there were they right. were in very small increments like now the tools that we have at our disposal like look how fast we went from having like an iphone first edition to what are we at like 13 now Yes. Like 13 versions of the iPhone in like 10, 12, 15 years or whatever. It's insane mm -hmm. how fast well, technology that's, moves. Yeah. That's like when you get into the 80s. Um, like when Epcot opened, they had this whole show. I talked about on uh, um, Quizneyland, a Studer Computer Review. Mm. And uh, the that was it was out of date by the time Epcot opened. Because it was talking about, okay, here's our whole thing of central computers, and this is what computers do, and da-da-da-da-da. And they designed it, and then by the time Epcot opened, like, there was home computers. Yeah. And and everybody's like, well, who cares? It's a computer. I got one in my house. Like, I get it. It has a floppy disk, and you can play Pong or whatever. I don't know. But so they had to retool it to to kind of talk about more of what what the functions it was doing and so things yearly if not soon even quicker than that can go out of date um you know even in the 80s it was it was yeah. things were changing so rapidly like you were saying yeah so i i don't know i feel like i want to put that question out for everyone like given the fact that 
you know, Tomorrowland really isn't Tomorrowland, you know, but if we settled on a decade, maybe that we thought was like, okay, well, let's do future retro like you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. What would be a good year for us to circle around? Like, do we want to make it like 80s or 90s and just kind of stick to that, but really commit to it? Or do we want to do like the two, the early 2000s or like. 2020 and beyond or something so that it's new enough that it still feels futuristic like you can get away with some design choices that would make it feel Mm -hmm. futuristic or do we want a full-blown just be like here's our past you know and just call it past land going forward well they could do past with the twist i mean that's one way to do it if they wanted to because the 60s still had a lot of there was a time where like all the appliances are still alive today so it's like i think it's about the 60s i could be wrong but i think that would be a really good one to go with and if they were to just twist it up it's possible just add a bit of like white pearl make it match space mountain make everything look like space exactly exactly Just, just Make everything look, that's my whole idea. Make everything look like Space Mountain. Yeah. Like, Space Mountain is cool. I don't think anybody can say Space Mountain is not cool. Looks cool. It is. Make everything else <laughs> match with Space Mountain. Yeah. That's yeah. all you got to do and be like, okay, this is the, yeah, the the future of the 60s. What people thought of in the 60s, what the future would be. So there can still be future technology and stuff, but it's the future as viewed through the lens of the 1960s. Yeah. So, um you can have those cool, like, you can have flat screen TVs, but they're like those cool rounded edged ones that are shaped weird and yeah. and all this different stuff like that where everything looks kind of fun as opposed to like, all right, here's some, here's the brown Astro Orbiter and here's the Batmobile people mover thing, the <laughs> rocket rods, and here's a brown Marvel and Star Wars thing that's still hanging out for some reason, and here's yeah. some gasoline cars putting about, and <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, and then there's Buzz Lightyear for some reason, and Star Wars, and it's Tomorrowland, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. Baseland. It's, it's Spaceland is what it is currently. I, I mean, it would be cool if, it, like you said, match uh, Space Mountain, have the music soundtrack to be, you know, hey, let's pull all this inventory we have, play it, you know. That you old could... Space Mountain soundtrack where it's like surfer music. I was yeah. kind of <laughs> going for Tron, but okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's not... See, Tron is not 60s, though, but I mean, but... You, could fit it in, you could fit it in a way. You could have it redone exactly. to where it's it's Daft Punk, but done in, you know, rockabilly or something yeah. or whatever. Why not? Like, <laughs> or computer music. I don't know. I feel like you could get away with Daft Punk, though. Like, the the funny thing about what you're saying is that you know, you think back like on what started this, the Jetsons, right? The Jetsons is mm-hmm. heavily based on the nineteen sixties architecture. The like house Googie the Monsanto house. Yeah. yeah. The Monsanto house was heavily inspired by that. It's like so much so that the Howard Johnson in Anaheim mm-hmm. across the street from Disneyland opened up the Monsanto House of the Future Suite. And so it's got, like, all those rounded edges and everything that Andrew's talking about. And it looks amazing. 
right? And so there's a certain charm to that architecture where Andrew's right. Like if they made like the big screen TVs to have like the the hard edges, but kind of like curved like outer mm-hmm. edges. Yeah, like it looked bubbly, but yet you know hard edged and. I don't know. I think they could get away with that. Like, I think they the could. 60s actually is a great decade to circle around. You're but welcome. <laughs> even with Daft Punk, like, it, it still fits because it's future themed. Right? You hear so that, you Disney? You're retro welcome. Elements, <laughs> but you have the, I don't know. I If I have to choose, I'm going with the 60s. That's my official I th- I, choice. Yes, I agree as well. Like, the, si- the future of the 60s. Like, yeah. What they... Th- be- yeah, then that's the Jetsons too. That's like all that, like you're saying, it's all the same stuff. You know, make it white, make it blue, make it not brown. Silvers, maybe. Um, silver, silver would be like, nice. Yeah, not brown. How about not brown? I'm gonna just say not brown. Yeah. yeah. How about no brown? Oh, um, they had a lot of bright gray, yellows as well. Yeah, gray, like, yellow. I mean, like, but you know, white and silver and like, like light blue or like. Uh, you know, what do you think of a space mountain? Like, it's cool. Yeah. It's there's plenty of, and it's just gonna look cleaner, classier than having. I mean, I think that's Tomorrowland has an identity crisis and uh, an identity problem, and you know, it's because it's such an amalgamation and a you know, uh, just a hodgepodge of whatever was there before. They're like, okay, we're gonna add this new thing. We're gonna change that thing. Uh, that thing's left over. That's over there. You know, it's it's just a bunch of stuff that nobody's decided to do something cohesive with. Yeah. Other lands, yep. you know, like yep. New Orleans Square, really hasn't had anything added to it other than the landscaping and yada yada yada. So they've you know been able to stay nice. And same thing with uh, Frontierland. You know, Big Thunder Mountain, nineteen seventy whatever. That was the last time anything was added. So lots of things and, and it all fits in with the same theme. Tomorrowland is such a big land. If, if you think about it, if you compare it to Norland Square or, or Frontierland or Adventureland for that matter, like those three lands, Adventureland has three attractions. Uh, uh, Norland Square has two. Frontierland has one. If you if you, you know if you don't count like the shooting gallery or if you don't count the Mark Twain as as part of attractions or two. There you go. Um, Tomorrowland has what seven? Yeah, attractions like it's it. Yeah, that's just pulling a number out of my head. But three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven at least if you count the theater that does nothing. Um, the two theaters that do nothing that would be eight. There's two. Um, (laughs) Um, so besides Fantasyland, it's the next largest land, and there's no cohesive theme. There's no anything. You know, Fantasyland had its redo in the 80s. We've been calling for it here, you know, on the monthly, maybe. I don't know. We talk about Tomorrowland a lot because, and I think a lot of other people talk about Tomorrowland a lot because it's very sad to think what Tomorrowland was and what Tomorrowland is and what Tomorrowland could be um, with just, you know, a billion dollars or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about the D23 Expo uh, possibly next week, and maybe we can speculate about what we want to see, and maybe that decision might be made. Who knows? We might (laughs) still be waiting another 10 years, but it's always fun to speculate. 
Yeah. I, I love to speculate. Uh, hey, speaking of speculation and rumors, I want to hear your thoughts on this real quick because Twitter was a buzz this week because there was a rumor going around that apparently Walt Disney World was going to be renamed Disney World. And people were kind of losing it because they're like, oh, they're taking the Walt out of Disney. You know, they did this back in July when they didn't do Walt's speech at Disneyland. And (laughs) people just lost it, right? Let's play what if, right? Like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's say that they did remove the Walt from Disney World. Is it really the end of the world? Like, don't people already just already call it Disney World? <laughs> Bingo. I, I mean, I Bingo. don't, but most people do. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, yeah, that's, they already call it that. I mean, people got too much time on their hands. Their official website <laughs> is DisneyWorld.com. Is it? Yeah, it's not WaltDisneyWorld.com. <laughs> it's DisneyWorld.com. It's adding more fuel to the fire. <laughs> like, every commercial that I've seen... When they're talking about going on vacation and, you know, when people win the Super Bowl, they're not like, where are you going now? You just won the Super Bowl. I'm going to Walt Disney World. No, they're like, I'm going to Disney World. Exactly. I'm going to the Walt Disney World Resort. (laughs) In Florida. (laughs) Yes, in Florida. In in Buena Vista, Florida, whatever it's called. Orange, (laughs) Osceola County, Florida. That's where I'm going. I mean, maybe, I mean, look, I don't think they would ever change Disneyland's name, right? Because one, it's the original park, and two, I don't think there's really anything to truncate from the name. But maybe I don't see it as a big deal because I don't frequent Disney World. Like, I didn't grow up going to Disney World, and I know that there are hardcore Disney World visitors the same way that we have them here at Disneyland, right? Because they're locals, mm-hmm. just like we're locals here. But I, I I, don't know. Like, Walt didn't even want Walt in the name. Like, when it was first designed, like, he didn't even want his name on it. And it was Roy that did it to honor his brother since he passed away before it opened, you know, while, while it was still being built. So... I don't know. I I like I want to say I don't care about it because I don't feel like it affects me. Like I've always just called it Disney World to begin with. Yeah, same here. Yeah, like I'd love to hear how frequent visitors to Disney World feel about this because maybe they have well, that it's it's kind of like Main Street Electrical Parade to me, right? Like I I'm like okay. You already call it MSCP. <laughs> yeah. You don't even say the whole I, name. I just call it not paint the night. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, there's some people who actually, no, no, no. In a lot of Disney groups, I see this constantly. People refer to Disneyland or Walt Disney World as Disney only. And I've seen yeah. that oh, a lot. That's, yes, point. Disney as a collective so, name, which bothers me a little. It, me too, but, because you don't know exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. But like, it's brought up a lot. Okay, which one? Right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that is a, a common parlance for a lot of people. Um, it's just Disney, going to Disney, Disney, Disney. Most of the time people are referring to Walt Disney World uh, that I see when they say going to Disney. But I, I it has been used for both i'm trying to find a funny tweet that i saw about this name change thing but i can't find it because i didn't save it because 
whatever. But I don't think it's going to change. I think it would honestly cost them too much money to change all the Walt Disney World branding throughout the resort on every piece of paper that exists in the resort. Every sign, every bus, every everything. Parking spot, this thing, that thing, the other thing. Everything is branded Walt Disney World. I think they're, I think, you know, they could start in advertising just calling it Visit Disney World, da 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 da. But I don't think they're. Yeah, well, uh, they the commercials I've seen they say the Walt Disney World Resort. It's it's spelled out full oh, okay. on like okay. the thing, uh, but you know I think they could go that way, you know, marketing wise and whatever without going the full thing. They're just kind of using the slang terms for for social media and da 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 da. Um, but I I think it's gonna cost them too much money to even consider changing the name with, you know, plaques and and the everything is yeah. just and, I, and it's so it's such a classic looking sign too with Walt Disney World and everything, but yeah. I mean, I agree like on the plaques and everything that you're saying, but everything else there's there's a finite amount of like bags and stationery and all that stuff that they have, right? So who's to stop mm-hmm. them from gradually yeah. making the change? This is true. You know, where they're just ordering bits and pieces at a time where it doesn't feel like this huge $2 million hit to change everything versus doing it over five years. I don't know. Again, I, I want to hear from Disney World fans. Or, I'm sorry, Walt Disney World fans. Because I... I don't know if this is a big deal. I don't know if even people that frequent the parks in Florida are, you know, really care about this either. Because like you said, there's there's short term for everything. Right. Even here, like I very rarely hear people call it like Disney California Adventure. It's either California Adventure or park. DCA. DCA. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Park. DC. Exactly. So. I don't know. Like I, I yeah, feel Disneyland's like... name is technically Disneyland Park. Yeah, and <laughs> even nobody calls then, it nobody does. <laughs> yeah. So, if you frequent Walt Disney World, is this a big deal? How do you feel about the change? Do you think that the company has purposely taken Walt out of the company, or do you just think it was blown out of proportion, or do you even think that it's even going to happen? You know, Andrew made a really great case of why he thinks it wouldn't happen at all. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with a lot of the points that he made. So join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, we'd love for you to join us on Discord. Actually, if you haven't joined, it's really simple. You can head over to podcasters.com slash 424, click on the Discord logo, or you can click on our pinned IG story. Uh, There's a Discord one there. You just click on the link and you'll be able to sign up with just a couple of clicks. Yeah, I'd love to hear what people have to say about that. So uh, before we move on, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little bit about what the FGP Squad is, a link to our Patreon 
And of course, if you have any additional questions, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. But being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like discount codes on new Podcateers gear, access to our happy hour calls, access to additional content like the after show, other content that we've uploaded to Patreon as well. So again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP Squad family, we just want to send a huge thank you for all of your continued support. Thanks. Yay! I we should know. play the little kitchen. I should do it like Go. state. Like, <laughs> 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 I don't know. Oh, uh, Hana means family. Yes, I exactly. I don't know. That's what we need. We need a new Ohana shirt. Or a sticker, at least. Oh, well, let's let's brainstorm one up. Yeah. Uh, Mel, nah, 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 nah. you went to mm. the parks recently, didn't you? Yeah, I did. How was again? How was your trip? <laughs> Humid. <laughs> no, it was fun. I was going to say because it was hot. How did you yeah. pick up? Ah, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> um, lots of magic, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, no, I got to go back for Jill's birthday, and it, it Jill. was a warm day. Yay! <laughs> and we ended up doing the let's go with the flow because things, there were some hiccups that we already hit. And we're like, no, 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 let's just go. Let's just go with the flow. Let's just see what happens. And it was really, really cool. And it was, it was nice to be back. Um, we hit a New Orleans square and we're like, okay, let's look at different things. I want to trade pictures. Let's just, let's just do whatever. And so we go to the store and remember how we spoke about the candle, the Madame Leota one? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was excited about this because, you know, there's all these companies that make these great smelling candles. Right. And now there's an official Disney one. So I need to hear this yeah. review. Everyone who says it smells like mansion is lying. Um, what? <laughs> if I will say this because I'm a huge fan of the Spireside candles and their wax. To me, it's such a it has heavy hints of like grass and whatnot things that smell old and antique and with this candle we're both smelling it and we're just like okay it's light so i think they're playing it safe with the scent but if you're really wanting to like open it up light it smell like the mansion no it's not gonna smell like the mansion it's gonna smell like disappointment <laughs> Unfortunately, and I'm sorry <laughs> if you have the candle that and you like so it, that's cool. Sad. But for me, it's no. And Jill was like, no, this is not it. Because we would have bought it. Would have bought it. And that was oh, one of the things man. we wanted to try out. <laughs> so that's disappointing. Sorry. Especially for like an official Disney product. Yeah, exactly. You would figure. As much as they play with our emotions and our stomachs when we're walking through Main Street, you would figure they have yeah. this whole like scent thing nailed down. You know, when you're going through Soren, the way that the oranges smell, the way that the ocean smells, like it's not foreign to them. They know how to work with scents. Right. Like, how could they not get such an iconic one right? 
that's that's the that is exactly what we asked too. We're like, what happened? Oh wells. But we wanted to try it out. So yeah. we knew it was there. Let's try it out. Hey. Was it billed as smelling like the mansion? Did it say like anything on it or it was just a candle and it It's a good question. A Not sure. Picture of Leota. Yeah, cuz it some of the things like yeah, if it was billed as such then then I would be super disappointed. If it wasn't, I mean, I'd still be disappointed cuz it's what I want. But Right. And like, it's pretty. Like, yeah, the I remember I think it's on Shop Disney as well. Mm -hmm. Um if I remember correctly, very cool looking. But yeah. yeah, how are how are they not getting into this business? There's all those companies that do all this. I'm, I'm um, surprised yeah. that they've not tried to get into this market. They can buy the uh, official scent that they use and just drop it in there, right? They can yes. put it in a bottle and <laughs> sell it to us, and we can use it as car air freshener and or we would whatever. Buy it the... In bulk. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I would ask for it in, my in mouth. a light spray that know. I can spray under my arms so that I just smell like it. <laughs> exactly. It's like... <laughs> you know, like yeah. mouth, breath freshener, all kinds of stuff. So this is something they could be doing. And I don't think it would hinder, be, you know, I don't think it'd be too hard to do. Um, so get on it. Hey, Disney, want to hire us to come up with good ideas? That's one of them. That's, That's one of them. Sampling. <laughs> we will get better ideas. Right. Do it. What you could be doing with us. You could be right. doing. Just listen to this podcast. There's so many ideas. Anyway. So I had to look it up, right? Because I remember right. seeing the jar before. It's a nice brown jar. It's got like the Leota headstone on it. So it's really mm -hmm. well themed. And I love mm -hmm. the aesthetic. I love how it looks. But here is the official description from ShopDisney.com. Ready? Ready. Whenever candlelights Ready. flicker, ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. So light up this ghoulishly gorgeous scented candle in a stoneware base that features Madame Leota and the epitaphs of several of the haunted mansion residents. Magic in the details. Stoneware matte finish candle base. Slides or Ooh. sides feature oval Madame Leota against green cameo design plus tombstone text from the haunted mansion attraction. Single wick black candle. Ode are wood scented. Or, or sorry, Ode Agarwood? Augerwood, I don't know how to say that, scented. Flat green press-on lid with silicone gasket and D-Boss logo of the Haunted Mansion. So, on the plus side, nowhere does it say that it's supposed to smell like the mansion. On the mm -hmm. downside, right. it doesn't smell anything like the mansion. It doesn't. <laughs> exactly. This is, we need our top men working on this. <laughs> they need top a whole men. Disney division. Top Listen, Men. you're you're joking about that. Top okay? anybody, but I this, don't care. If this was a thing, okay, that was happening when Walt was around, like if somebody brought to his attention, hey, this candle doesn't smell like the haunted mansion, I bet you Walt would have been like, put our top men on this. I need this candle right. to smell like the mansion. <laughs> Well, especially it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's these other companies that are making candles that smell like your stuff. They'd be like, why are we not selling candles that smell like our stuff? Like, mm -hmm. we could be making that money. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, not to be, like, mean and trying to take away the things from these small shops and stuff like that. But if you could get the official scent where it smells officially like what you want it to, you know, then then great. I, I'm just it's it's mind blowing that they haven't attempted this yet right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i think even universal has has some scented candles that smell like et or something like that the et ride 
if nice. I'm not mistaken. So other other places are doing stuff, and we get a you know an auger wood smelling candle or whatever that was. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea that Universal had candles. Ne- now neither I, did I. I. What a minion <laughs> smells like. Banana. <laughs> Banana. Oh, come on. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> we know this. You know what's funny? This reminds me hmm. of, I don't know if you remember, but uh, like two years ago maybe, people were going nuts over this uh, Bath and Body Works candle called Crystal Waters. It was like this light blue candle that smelled exactly like Pirates of the Caribbean according to what people were uh-huh. posting oh, yeah. on Twitter and everything. <laughs> and so I remember my wife was on a mission. Like she had seen this post and she went out looking for it and we they didn't have it locally. So she ended up ordering online and it got to us. She was so excited. She opens up the box and she smells it and she's like, this smells nothing like pirates. Mm, And so she brought it to me and I smelled it and it smelled nothing like pirates. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe the pirates at Walt Disney world has a different scent to it. And that's what people are connecting with it. And then I started seeing people posting, this smells nothing like the Walt Disney world version of pirates either. (laughs) And I thought, well, I feel gypped, right? Because at least this one wasn't branded as an official Disney candle or anything like that. But how people were getting that this smelled exactly like pirates is beyond me because it smelled eh. it smelled like clean laundry like nothing about pirates smells like clean laundry to me yeah nothing <laughs> so, they aren't even clean ah uh, yo ho <laughs> <laughs> detergent oh, life for me <laughs> <laughs> all right all you pirates get out there and wash your <laughs> your knickers all right we're going to wash all your little caps and your pants and and your <laughs> bandanas and we're gonna wash them up real good so we smell like good clean pirates i That's think exactly Disneyland found say. its new commercial <laughs> 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 you're welcome <laughs> now that pirates is open again that's how we bring them back in <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's funny make sure to get all those pit stains out <laughs> <laughs> But, but did Melissa, did you have any more trip stuff to talk about? Like, what Just else for, happened? <laughs> sorry, I know yeah. we got sidetracked. We got we got sidetracked on the candle. So yeah, the magic yeah. moment we had was we went up to the cast member, and I just wanted a picture of the horse. That's all I wanted. So I, I went up, and I asked, and I go, hey, you know, is it okay if I go up and take pictures? And the gentleman was like, yeah, sure. And you know what? After you're done, here, you're going to go ride uh, Haunted Mansion, and what? our faces were just like, what? Wait, what? what? We're, we didn't have to wait. This was beautiful because um, <laughs> that never happened. So that was cool. <laughs> that was like one of the best parts of this trip was not having to wait for a mansion because it's always an ugly line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the yeah. heat, it's not yep. any better. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that is beautiful. That is a definitely then, a magic moment. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, we went to DCA. And we were like, you know what? The place to be has been Avengers Campus. Like, I've been, we've been there for like hours. You could just watch everything. And honestly, PIMS, PIMS has great seating. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, 
by the way, I will get to the elote right there in a little bit. So basically where we were sitting. (laughs) We were on the edge of our seats. I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, So when you go into PIMS and you come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're coming out, you know how they're seating immediately to your right? Mm-hmm. Sit there and you get very good shots of the Quinjet and anybody who's by it. So if you sit closer to the building, you're not going to get a good shot. If you're back, it's perfect. So tip to anybody who's going and wants to get pictures, that's pretty much the one way to do it. Now, this pretzel. Hazen, I sent you a picture because you know what? I it's, know. It's not easy. It's not easy finding Mexican cuisine or food that reminds you of outside the gates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like outside of Disneyland. You... Are you trying to tell me that the chimichangas that they serve <laughs> by the Matterhorn are not authentic Mexican cuisine? Is that what you're I trying s- to tell I me right now? <laughs> are you trying to tell me that? Let me take this one. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? The the chimichanga, although tasty, is the Taco Bell of cuisine when it comes to Mexican food in the parks. It is. You know what? I mind blown. (laughs) I never would have guessed. My goodness, you're gonna gonna come at me. I feel like people are gonna come at me for saying it's the Taco Bell (laughs) of cuisine. You're gonna somebody. You're gonna start telling me churros are not authentic. You know, no, no, they are. Shape or flavor thing and. Those, those are, are made those by are Don fine. Jose, <laughs> and you can yes, buy them at Smart and Final. So yes, those are authentically <laughs> okay. made by a machine. Perfect. Okay, at least an authentic like Mexican manufactured <laughs> machine. You know, like just like Grandma used to make out of the out of the churro press. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm sorry. Just like Abuelita used to make. I have to get my terminology right. It's all good. I'm sorry, but anyway, there was some authentic pretzel or something this, we were talking about. It's, it's not just the pretzel. It's what they put on the pretzel, like mayonnaise. No, no, this okay. has everything else but that, and so <laughs> oh, everything else. <laughs> everything. I'm oh, sorry, I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> but it has like all, just the ingredients. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. The ingredients that they're using okay. is is like the legit stuff. So for me, I was just like, oh my gosh, this was a feast between me and her because she ordered the larger one. <laughs> And so we were just chowing down to this. And it, this thing is like my forever. Like if I come back, that's what I get. I have to have this like, this is going to be my new staple. And it's beautiful. And it's It's not yummy. like a limited time thing or anything. No. As far as you can tell, it's just like a new addition or is it something... It, I don't remember seeing it there, but that I also just ordered a candy bar because I'm a crazy person for breakfast. <laughs> we almost and... tried. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> but no, it's just this. Ooh, so good. It looked delicious. Right. First, Okay, so first I got a picture of candied bacon from Jill. And that <laughs> already was like, okay, that got my mouth watering. And it was at a point during the day where I had not eaten and so it just like, bleh, like I texted back to Homer drooling emoji because that's literally how I felt <laughs> at that moment. And mm-hmm. then not much later, I we get this text from Mel 
with this thing that looks amazing. Like all the toppings on on it. Like I, I first I didn't like see what it was, and then ah. I realized what you were showing us, and I thought I I like I need this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm drooling. I'm hungry. Like I need four of these. And then as I'm scrolling the social networks, I see all of these posts about the new goodies that are coming to the parks for Halloween and everything looks so freaking good. So yeah. moral of the story, kids, <laughs> is if you haven't eaten, don't go looking at Disney foods because you will regret yep. it. <laughs> so I looked it up and it looks like it originally debuted at the Food and Wine Festival in March. Oh. Uh, this pretzel. And it must be just a holdover. It must have been so popular. Let's see. Uh, all the, the ingredients, so you know, I, I, this article says... Um, uh, it includes uh, corn three ways, which uh, I didn't know there was three ways to do corn, but that's okay. Um, it's just how they processed it because it was the yeah. like whole corn, like whole corn, corn cream corn. corn. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's popcorn. Yeah, and like cream corn or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Cilantro sprigs, radish, a uh, word I can't say, cotija? C O T I J A. You got it. Yeah. 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 Hey, cotija. give me. And f- you good. flavored crema. Yeah. That's what's on there. Was the crema uh, spicy? Pr- not too much. No, okay. not too much. It, it was good. It was like a good amount. Oh man, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the picture of it again. I can't do this right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, it's <laughs> so damn tasty. I don't know how I feel about popcorn on there, but you know what? That's, it wasn't uh, bad. Like something. It, it, it I mean, I also don't like almost anything on there because I'm the true. pickiest eater in the world. So um, that's fine. It's just not a pretzel for me. I'll eat the plain one with the bu- the beer cheese or whatever and be good. <laughs> you know, th- I'm looking at this pretzel and like you're saying, you're picky about everything on there. But I'm having like one of those moments. <laughs> like I'm having one of those moments. Remember the Friends episode where Rachel makes the trifle, and Joey starts eating it. Like there's all these layers of like random ingredients, and he's like, "What's mm-hmm. not to like? You got pretzel, good corn, good popcorn, good." <laughs> like that's how I feel right now. Like everything on here is just good, right? Yeah. <gasps> popcorn and lime and radish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. <sighs> it's like a, I don't know. It's like a warm hug for your mouth. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Food is good, but yes. anyway. <laughs> so real quickly, just to cap this off, good times in there. Heard the Dormelange music. Wanted to go to battle with them. It's just fun. So we go to back to Disneyland and I got to see the end of the MSC uh, parade. Um, (laughs) That's nice. The only thing I could say was what (laughs) after I had seen it because it (laughs) yeah no I I felt bad. I felt bad. It's still feeling it. I, I was like I caught the end of it which is fine. That's all I wanted to see was the final float. Pretty. Pretty. No. No, it could have ended with Elliot. Perfect. No more big You know, I, I was, no. I was, uh, yeah, no picture. <laughs> no, I was uh, looking up stuff for Quizneyland and just how many changes there have been to the the Main Street Electrical Parade over the years, and how many different electrical parades there have been, just in the the past A lot. in general. Mm-hmm. There, there's no reason they could have just 
not redone everything. Like they're <laughs> they could have just everything LED, everything this, whatever. If they really wanted to, there's no no good reason they, other than money. Did. It's called paint the night. Yes, well, that's <laughs> yes. It's also true. They could have just added a small world float to paint the night, and it would have yes, been fine. Exactly. Yeah. It, it would fit. There has to be a bigger reason why Paint the Night is coming back. Did it explode? Did something happen? I, did they just throw it in the garbage? You mean that it's is not it coming on, back? Like, yeah, that it hasn't come back yet. Yeah. Like, they're, like, for the third time or whatever. There, there's, there's no, I, there's, there has to be a reason other than, we think Main Street Electrical Parade sells better or whatever. Because I think Paint the Night had just as good of, you know, audiences, if not better. Oh, you know, yeah. The same. It's just the same. It's a parade. Everybody sits yeah. for a parade. You could put a freaking Winnie the Pooh on a stick and walk around the thing and it would be, everybody would watch it. Yeah. Because it's a parade. <laughs> like, it's a parade time. We got to sit and watch the parade. Um, but there, there has to be something. Did, did all the batteries, you know get recalled and they were using some special battery technology or or yeah is it just a two is it have more cast members in it than main street electrical parade and they're trying to save money that way or something oh. something blah 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 i don't know i i think they're ab about similar cast member wise when you think about like all the ones that have to hold that canopy for the princesses and all the different things, you know, there's there's a lot of cast members in the Main Street Electrical Parade, Seven Dwarves, like, a there's lot. plenty. So I, I have a feeling there there must be, or it's ignorance, but there must be a reason why Paint the Night's not coming back other than uh, than ignorance or, or something or popularity. Stubbornness? I, there's... Yeah, there's gotta be. I, I just there's gotta be something that like a, a like like a world of color situation where it's like, well, this thing was flooded and it broke, and we're waiting for you know the parts to come, but the Department of Defense is I don't know clogging up the thing. This is rumors I heard. Um, but you know, there's gotta be a reason. I was gonna say there's gotta be a reason. That's here's, that's my thought. Here's what I think. Okay. I think there's Got two, th there's a few, two or three things going on here. So one, uh, it's a 50th anniversary for Main Street Electrical Parade. So they they're bringing it back, obviously, for the 20th time because there's the nostalgia factor. We've talked about it before. Great. There's people that really mm -hmm. connect with it. And fantastic. After after the last two years of you know being at home, people being you know staying away from it, the parks being yeah, closed yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. There was a sense of people wanting to reconnect with the world as they remember it 2019 and before, right? So mm -hmm. bringing something back like the electrical, like the Main Street Electrical Parade, it hits on many levels for people because mm -hmm. it's that instant nostalgia, you know, it's that dopamine hit or whatever you want to call it because it's there. It's an instant reminder of what life was like before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that they would want to reconnect with it. Do I think Paint the Night is eventually going to come back? Yes. Do I think that it's sitting somewhere rusting because they didn't take care of it properly? Damn, I hope not. Because then it's less likely that they're going to bring it back or that, you know, if it's damaged, that it'll come back as something else. Well, you know? it's, but it's not backstage at Disneyland. We know this. Yeah. It can't be. There's no room. 
Right. So I, I don't know where it is. That's my speculation on the whole thing. Like, I think it's just the fact that the pandemic happened and the fact that after being closed for so long, they wanted something that felt comforting for people to begin to go back to the parks. Like, it's their way of reminding people that Disneyland is a happy place and that you can forget about the world outside of the gates and everything. So eventually, I think Paint the Night will come back. I mean, I why do they not bring back Remember Dreams Come True? Sorry, that okay. So that one's very valid. (laughs) Disneyland Forever. As much as I like it, if they really wanted the nostalgia hit, you're right. They should have brought back Remember Dreams Come True. I I know that my argument sounds okay for Main Street Electrical Parade. I don't know how to help you when it comes to the fireworks show. <laughs> it's you know it's a toss-up it's well we had this one in the hopper you know the fireworks well we have all these fireworks still from these ones and we don't have the remembered dreams come true ones or whatever i don't know also <laughs> um i was i had uh i was sitting here thinking one day and i was like hmm they keep doing fireworks shows and they're stupid so th- somebody should come up with a better fireworks show that's not stupid. Because every time they're like, okay, <laughs> here's the fireworks show. Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary fireworks show. What is in it? Aladdin and, and Finding Nemo and whatever. I want I want to go farther as to be like, okay, this is the fireworks show. And, you know, we always put the movies in. I want the, the Disney Corporation fireworks show. So we get... We get the movies, we get the Muppets, we get the Indiana Jones, we get Alien, we get Titanic, we get the Simpsons and Marvel and everything they own in a fireworks show. This is my project that I might end up working on if I can get some help with composing music or whatever, but I have an idea and I think it would be funny to have a fireworks show, uh, the the you know, or like the Disney Plus fireworks show, or the you know, the 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 Walt Disney Corporation corporate spectacular or <laughs> something. I don't know where. Wh- why not go farther? Why is the fiftieth of Walt Disney World only have the animated films? Why does it not have you know, Splash and and. Uh, the Apple Dumpling Gang or whatever. I don't know. And Black Panther and The Simpsons. I Deadpool. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he opens up the show. Yep. Why not? Why Imagine, why imagine not? Homer, Homer and Deadpool in front of the castle. It's like, ooh, what's going on? Hey, like put Homer, Michael Strahan in there Michael? from Good Morning America or whatever. Like, I don't care. Okay, At this now you're point, crossing put everybody line. in it. <laughs> now you're you know crossing what? the line. That would be Regis, fun. you know, it's Regis on the Millionaire. Like it's everybody. Everybody's in it. It's an everybody fireworks show, spectacular company, spectacular. <laughs> so uh, if anybody wants to work on that project with me, that knows how to do music and stuff, I got some ideas. I think that would be funny. Um, uh, if not, it might just be a weird mashup that I <laughs> make and put on the on the for the FGP squad or something. Uh, but that's a funny idea I had, and uh, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? You know how when we were talking about what didn't happen for Disneyland, like they didn't play Walt's speech because somebody just forgot or like like Whatever. somebody just yeah, didn't yeah. know where they left the tape. They couldn't find it or something. So they didn't they couldn't play it like this. Disneyland Forever 
like I almost feel fits into that same description because they're so different. Like Disneyland Forever has obviously it has the Live the Magic music, but then it's got like it does what sky and jungle and sea and like let it go is in there. What, what does it have like, to do with Disneyland? It, right. It doesn't thinking back on Nothing. the show. I mean, I loved it. Right. But I, yeah, I think it's I fine. It's a good it. fireworks show. Yeah. I, I think I loved it more because of Live the Magic. Like that music, that song, I think I really enjoyed. And I think that's the reason why I like the show so much. When you compare it to Remember Dreams Come True, I mean, that went through all the lands, right? It was yes. a yeah. really great tour. And then they cut the out Frontierland for some reason. Right. right. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I. Yeah, there definitely could have been a better choice to bring it back, and especially to make the connection with the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's a really great way to do it by bringing that fireworks show. So it could have just been that they didn't because they couldn't find the soundtrack to it. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Just it's on YouTube. Something's... <laughs> you know what? I could have did it. Twelve come to this happy place. <laughs> Chimichanga, and then Deadpool comes out. and Chimichanga, and, you say? You know what? Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, chimichanga. <laughs> yeah, and Homer's there. Everybody's there. Happy 60, what is it, 7, How whatever it is this year. It's Homer oh, and Deadpool. <laughs> That'll be the day. <laughs> they're, bo- they're both on Disney Plus right now. You, naked, you know what? It could happen. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. So, you know what? I think that's a great place to uh, end this episode. Uh, thinking about how Homer and Deadpool will appear in the next fireworks The show. best of friends. <laughs> the, the Homer-Deadpool friendship extravaganza yes. firework. Spectacular. Oh, man. I could just imagine. Oh, you're putting so many thoughts in my head. Like, I'm thinking of t-shirt designs. Homer trying to put on a Deadpool costume. Yes. <laughs> they don't fit over his belly. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That's what Tomorrowland should be. They should rip Springfield out of Universal and bring Springfield to Tomorrowland. There we go. No more Tomorrowland. It's just Springfield. That's not going to raise any eyebrows anywhere. No. Put, I mean, something with a cohesive design. That Springfield's got a cohesive design. You might say other stuff about it, but it's got a theme. That's for sure. Listen. Springfield, the way that it's designed, looks very similar to Toontown, okay? It's only a hop, skip, and a jump away. If you kind of set up walls or something, you can easily transition it into Toontown. So you're welcome. (laughs) There we go. Springfield into Toontown. (laughs) Yeah. Mickey and Homer. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, we already saw Goofy and Homer getting drunk together or whatever. That that happened on Disney+. That happened on Disney+. Re- so don't ever canon. forget. <laughs> Goofy gets drunk. Everybody. It was on Disney Plus for all your children to watch. It's true. Just it remember. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I think that's a great place to end this episode. <laughs> so, uh, any, any final comments on anything that we talked about uh, <laughs> before we close nope. out? Uh, yeah. No. As in, drunk Goofy. It's, what, what can you do? <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap it up. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Gorsh. Deadpool and Homer. Gog, gog, gog.
part of the Podcateers Network.